0: I've been looking forward to this, I can't even lie, I've been looking forward to having a conversation with you bro, mm. um, We had, a, as I said before, we had a conversation, like a little Twitter exchange, whatever, um, and like obviously I've, I've known about you for a minute, yeah. I've known about you for a minute, I've got A-star with me, um, how are you? I'm good man, good, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah I'm doing well,
0: it's cold. Proper um, freezing bro, it's cold bro. Proper <laughs> freezing bro. Um... I don't even know really where to start, bro. I've been, as I said, I've been watching you for a little while. Um, I know what you're about. I, I know what you stand for. Yeah. You know, I see the messages and whatnot, and like, like you're you're a very intriguing human being, bro. That's interesting way of putting it. Yeah, like. <laughs> you're a very intriguing, and it comes through in some of the stuff that you do, bro. Because yeah. I know you more so as like a grime MC. I don't know if you do much other stuff other than like I heard the hidden. Track and whatnot, yeah, yeah. but I don't know. Like I haven't heard you do anything outside really of Grime. Yeah, but I know that that's what you do. I know that's that's your heritage. I know that's where you come from. But you're you're from East London, right? From Leytonstone. Leytonstone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. born and that's raised. The, that's the hometown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about your come up.
1: Um, so grew up in typical, if I would say council estate, kind of area Mm. Um, I wasn't uh, officially in a council estate but that's the kind of area I grew up in so um, went to Tom Hood secondary school in Leightonstone, just a rough area rough school a lot of peer pressure in the area Um, just a regular young black boy from East London the kind of thought you would think okay he's seen this he's seen that that's 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 kind of what I grew up around
0: and obviously uh, like the the, like the deep heritage of MCs from East London yeah and that. yeah yeah so I That's... got
1: to I got to see the birth of of Moran that. like you know Fumin, he went to my school oh yeah yeah so yeah. I was at the Power video shooting. like oh for real? yeah yeah on Fumin's part the, the first video though remember oh, those there, two yeah? videos oh yeah there was yeah, yeah you're yeah, right yeah. yeah shit so I was at the first one the first one yeah, where it's just him speaking with man then behind him I was like what 60, 15 16 yeah. yeah Yeah them days
0: are, oh man I always think back to them days just know? carefree days you know I'm telling you us bro us like,
1: we're just, literally just chilling on the corner in the ends and he was around he said yo man then video shoot come we just walk down the road that's the how it used to
0: I mean it still is probably like that more, more so with the drill lot yeah I could imagine that the drill lot is more so like you know man, man, man them just, just filming a video just roll up slap the bally on <laughs> yeah. do you get what I'm saying and let's just make it lit and that but like yeah, them days it was because also it was like on the in that come up, there was no one that people were really looking to for superstardom, like if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, Dizzy bust true, yeah. but like there wasn't really anyone that we were looking at at the time, like, yeah, like we could be this. Yeah. Man, them was just doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's more planned now, though, as you said about the. Guys will get together, to put on a belly. It's more, it's more, I feel like there's no fun anymore, bro, if I'm honest. Mm. it's. It was just original back in the day, because it was just like, I do music, I'm going to shoot a video, I'm going to go in a corner, call my friends and do that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. way different than... it Yeah, the fun yeah.
0: element definitely doesn't seem like it's as, yeah. as as strong anymore, obviously. But I say that as someone who's a, a older buck, innit? I mean, yeah, some yeah. of the younger lot might feel like differently or whatnot but i don't know even when i speak to some of my cousins and that it it doesn't seem like it's coming from so much of a fun place but i'll tell you something though yeah what is sick about with them is that like they have what a lot of the earlier grime guys didn't have which was that thing of being able to look at this guy or that person and say yeah like i'm trying to reach that right do you get what i'm saying like these lot can look at some of the like some of the biggest artists that we have in Europe oh. are from London or even from their ends yeah. forget London like Birmingham Manchester even remember back then like growing up and that like man wasn't really listening to like Birmingham artists like that yeah. or Manchester artists like that yeah. now some of the biggest artists in Europe are from there yeah, for real. Bugsy Malone do so you yeah. get what I'm saying JK Miss like you look at all of these guys so I feel like now the difference now is that a lot of the younger lot can look at these guys and say you know what I can do that yeah, yeah i yeah. can I can reach there, I can get there and I it's can very much possible of course yeah, bro yeah. The, bro I, I've been thinking about this as well recently, yeah, there's actually so much money in the game now, yeah, you know that before there was none or very low or money that we just couldn't access
1: Bro, you've got seventeen eighteen year old drill artists make like making four figures casually, regular. four or five figures casually yeah, yeah, bro. regular.
0: Um, quick fifty bags for a festival for real, that? bro. Bro, I remember when five bags. I remember when five bags for a festival show, for certain artists was like that was like the big what yeah, the f- yeah. like graduated to the fact the five bags, yeah, bro. Yeah. That was the big thing. Yeah. Now. You can't even get some of these guys. You can't even get them to lift a fingernail <laughs> for five bags. For that's like a part. That's like a joke to for some of rough. them. I
1: always remember that Bizzle story of Wireless when he when he got called up to replace um, yes. Wiley and he just said, "They said what? They said, bags. said forty bags. He He said double it, and I'm there.' They yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> double it, and I'm there, bro. Because they called him on the day, didn't they? Yeah, on the they day, a on the few day. hours
0: before, you know." Imagine that, just a young 80, just like.
1: 80 bags, just like that. And then we go on, quick 30 minute set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do songs that people know and then bounce. 80 bags,
0: bruv. Take that money, go and invest in my country where I come from. And that's why I respect That's why I respect men like that as well, because that's what a lot of them are doing as well. Well, some of them. Bizzle's sick at
1: that, man. Like, mm. I see, especially around the time of Christmas where everyone went back to Ghana. Yeah. I see him. And every time I do see him, like, Obviously, if watching him on Snapchat in Ghana, he's with people like Fuse, mm. and Fuse's got a crazy house over there. Yeah, Fuse yeah, OG, yeah, Like he's literally done his thing here, and he's just gone to invest back there. We got I like that loved... like,
0: famous peacock or whatever is walking around as well Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I saw,
1: I saw that one time. <laughs> yeah. But I love the mindset that he's kind of put into the whole Africa thing. Like, mm. Africa's not. Um, kids with flies on, on, on them and mm. starving kids and stuff like that they proper kind of changed the narrative which mm. is sick man yeah but, definitely
0: yeah. so yeah like obviously you were fully in and immersed in like the the grind world essentially yeah. in it and then started doing your own thing but one thing that i noticed is that your angle is just a tiny bit different in it like, yeah you're uh, have have you always been a youth of faith no, no, nah, I I just grew up in, in
1: Enns and and went to, my dad was in jail when I was like from two. Mm. So uh, he went to jail and then when he came out of jail, he did five years. So I was around seven years old. He started taking me to church here and there. Um, so I always kind of knew, I went to Sunday school, but whenever I'd see him, I'd go, but my mum was an atheist, she wasn't about that at all, so... Um, it's literally when I was around my dad that I would go to church, but I didn't grow up around the whole church mm. um, environment. I literally just was a kid from ends. No one in my area was of any sort of faith like that, apart from obviously my Muslim friends from school. But that yeah, was yeah,
0: it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. it's you got a podcast, right? Yeah, five twenty-five. <coughs> yeah, yeah, just started it with
1: uh, three of my other married brothers. We talk about. Young, Are you married? Young yeah, married. Life. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. two and a half years now. Two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go on. Yeah,
0: yeah, so that's lit. Yeah, man. I noticed because um, I saw on your timeline. We'll talk about marriage and peace actually, but I saw on your timeline um, just like a conversation we were having about absent fathers and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. and like talking about the effects that th- that had. But you, so your dad was absent for five years, right? He was, um, or was he? Just yeah, absent so he he was in
1: jail. Um, when he came out, I'd see him. But the, for me, my story with the whole absent father thing was there's a difference between a man being um, there and a man being in the house. Uh-huh. So for me, I didn't have a man in the house. It was just me and my mum. Yeah. Um, so things like driving, skating, swimming, had uh, to fix uh, something in the house. I I didn't have a man to learn that from. So most of the things I learned, I learned from the ends, from from my guys on man road. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like there was a big piece missing there, man. I yeah. saw him once in a while, uh, and we have a great relationship now. Even with his wife and my mum, they're tight. They've got great relationship, which is, you know, an anomaly. A lot of people look at me sideways and I say that. I'm like, they're cool, they're best friends, they're great. Um, But I didn't have him in the house in order to just keep me close and to tell me real stuff, not just to tell me, but for me to actually see that where there's two parents in the house and there's a dad there and I can actually look up to that and say, I want a marriage like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have that.
0: It's mad, actually, because, yeah, I didn't, my dad, my mum and dad split up when when they were when I was super young yeah. but I have the same sort of situation as you where like my mum like my mum's married now or mm. whatever my mum, my mum's husband and my dad and that are proper just crisp bro yeah, yeah. Like, it's, and it's nice to have that I guess where I was kind of fortunate is that at a young age I had my mum's husband too so I did still have a man in the house and mm. it, what you know like in, a, in, a, in some weird way it's been good to watch like how my mum's husband moves and how my dad moves because then I've been able to, like, in some way, try to get the better parts out of the both of both, them. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it's only now when I look back, i have start realising, like, how important that shit was. At the time, you know, you're just living, in it? Like, you're mm. just living and you don't, you're not really thinking about, like, mm. any of these type of things. Do you know what I mean?
1: I started clocking when I was seeing my... my boy who lived three doors away with his mum and dad and they're all close and he's... The smallest thing, like, he's play fighting with his dad. And his, yeah. his dad's like, come with me, I'm gonna fix this light bulb. And he's doing it. And now, his dad was proper, like, hands-on. One of my good friends from from Young, his dad was proper hands-on. And now he's um, he's he's a builder. Like, he, his dad, he took on what his dad was doing, basically. Yeah. <coughs> and he's always been um, passionate about that. But I know that he got that from his dad. So that's yeah. something I used to always admire. So I was there all the time, always at my friend's house because I was that now I'm clocking that it's because I just wanted that wholeness family feel. Do right. you know what I'm saying? Um and and I didn't have that at home.
0: So Was you you was super close with your mum though? Yeah, yeah. My Is close. Till and today, man. Till today, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, talk to me a little bit about that, like your the relationship between you and your mum. Um,
1: yeah, she was she was I wouldn't say she was kind of strict but Firstly, she you know was very weary about my health having yes. sickle cell, Yeah. and um, she she has sickle cell as well. Right. So um, she was very just weary. Always wear you, be 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 warm. Stay warm. Make sure you eat and stay hydrated. All of that stuff because obviously my 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 um, growing up, my youth was kind of shaky because I was always in that hospital things like that. So mm. it brought it definitely brought us close and. You know, she's always been someone who's worried and been overly concerned. Yeah, where well, I've yeah. always got to tell her, "Mum, chill." Like yeah, my yeah. wife's looking after me now. It's yeah, cool. yeah, you know yeah. I'm, yeah I'm good still. Yeah, I yeah. That. So I've got to kind of keep, keep <laughs> <her> nose, <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably going to call me now, like, "Are you okay? What are you did?" Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, I like yeah. that's kind of, that's grown still. My yeah. wife's
0: looking after me now. Yeah, let's talk about this then, because um, I had seen um a video that you a song called Hidden... Hidden Pain. Hidden Pain, that's the one. And I've watched it a bunch of times, bro. You know, like, sometimes there's things that, like, pop up on the timeline or whatever, or someone will send you, and, like, you just go past a bunch of stuff, but then there's, like, a couple things that just stick. Yeah. And, like, that... I I never spoke to you about it, but that stuck. And um, one of the reasons why it stuck is because I remember growing up here and having um, someone who, like, I'd considered like family someone who I'd considered like family at the time you know you're growing up and you're just like everyone's your cousin in it like, mm. that kind of vibe but I remember he had sickle cell and I never knew I never knew what it was and to be honest with you I'm still I'm still unaware of what sickle cell really is Right. it's only now yeah I'm starting to like ask more questions and you know you, I, I'm gro- I've grown up hearing someone's got sickle cell okay I know that there's like that's a thing but I'm not asking a question because in my mind is not in a place to even fathom what February. that really is. And when I'm chasing it back and I want to know what it is and, and where it's come from and stuff. So just from your perspective here, yeah, can you tell me, like, what is sickle cell?
1: Sickle cell is a hereditary disease. It's a blood disease that affects the red blood cells. So your regular blood cells are round-shaped. Regular red blood cells are round-shaped, normal round shape. The sickle cells are sickle shaped, so it's kind of like a moon crescent shape kind of thing. Um, and obviously, it's your red blood cells that carry oxygen around the body. Um, so if I'm in times of you know stress, exhaustion, cold weather, um, I can fall into what you call a crisis, mm. and that's where you have the the sickle cells that clog up against each other so they can't flow through the blood vessels and carry oxygen around the body well. And they'll start clogging up with each other, which will cause excruciating pain anywhere around your body. It could be legs, arms, chest, anywhere around the body. So this is... uh, Because it's a hereditary disease, it comes from the parents, so the genotype from the parents. So you can have... One parent, that's AS, which is like they have the trait, not full-blown. Or you've got a parent that's <coughs> got AS What SS. does AS mean? AS is, um, is like, it's genotype, basically. It's like a, it's like a you know, like cr- you've got chromosomes and yes. the blood type stuff. Okay. Like. So it's a genotype. So you've got A that is completely normal, sickle-free, and you've got S that's sickle. Okay. So that's the trait. And you've got SS, which is full-blown sickle cell. So my mum had... AS and SS. Yeah, AS is the trait. SS is full blown. AA is nothing. You don't like. You don't have any trait or what's, what whatsoever. So um, my mum has got SS, okay. and my dad's got AS. That wasn't communicated when they came together years ago. So you're, like. you're
0: sorry. You're, you're, your 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 mum's got SS, and your dad's got AS. Yes. My so your dad has a trait. trait. Okay. Yeah.
1: Mum's got full blown. That wasn't communicated when they came together. Um, you know, and they you know they they had me. Um, and here I am. When you've got someone that's SS and AS, I think there's a, like a 50% to a 75% chance that the child will have sickle cell, whether it's a trait or the full-blown. Okay. So. Um, and what do you have? Full-blown full sickle blown. cell, okay. so SS. So that comes from the parents. So for me, getting married, I had to make sure that the woman I get with has nothing, hasn't got the AS, not even the trait. So that there's no chance whatsoever for my child to have full-blown sickle cell, but there's now 25 percent chance that they could have the trait because she's AA and I'm SS. Okay, I'm gonna get to that in a
0: um, in a part in a, in a in a bit. See, like growing up here. Yeah, see, when you was a kid, at what age did you know, or was it was it explained to you that you had sickle cell? To be honest. If did you I'm, know? Did you know from early that there was something that wasn't? Yeah,
1: hundred percent. Right? So as I said in the song, from as young as five, I've been going in and out of hospital. Mm. Um, so from what I can remember, earliest I can remember is five years old having a crisis. So I had no clue throughout my whole school years. I was always out in and out of school, and when I was in school, there was obviously you're not just allowed to have a drink like that. You got ask, but for me, there's a bottle of water on the side. And I'm always in hats, hat and gloves and, you know, it's just, you know, Ali, we just need to be extra careful with Ali Daw because he's, you know, he's got to be looked after kind of thing. So I knew that I wasn't <clears throat> like other kids when it came to my upbringing, um, but I just wanted to be like other kids. I wanted to play football, wanted to go bike riding with my friends, but you'll come home from bike riding one day and then your legs are hurting you and then boom, full blown crisis, got to go to hospital.
0: So mm. that's the kind of upbringing it was. So, um, like, if you if you like took part in like an activity or something like that, yeah, like literally, if if it was like a physical activity yeah, or whatever, yeah. then after a while it would have Somet- an, a big effect on your yeah, body. So yeah. Sometimes it could
1: be that. Sometimes it could be fine. Yeah, and you just never know with a crisis. That's the thing. Anyone with sickle cell will tell you you never know. I could be in a warm environment like this. Walk outside, go home crisis, Mm. do you know what I'm saying? Um, It's only when I got older that I knew how to control my body more, Um, yeah, with with things that I do, being wise about things, do Mm. I really need to do that? No, I don't, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that.
0: Do you remember your first crisis? I remember being five
1: years old and what I can remember is, um, I can remember my cousin carrying me to the hospital. And I was in Belgium. That's all I remember. I don't know, for some reason, my auntie had a car, but it wasn't working or they weren't there. I could just remember me and carried to hospital. Because in Belgium, where in Brussels, where my family live, uh, Mm. we went there every holiday. The hospital was like a five, ten minute walk from the house. So that's all I remember, just me being in pain and being carried to hospital.
0: That's one of many times. Mm. So, yeah. What exactly happens with a crisis, though? Like, what is it? What is happening to your body? So, as the... People always...
1: It, it's always difficult to explain. It's, 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 I would like to say it's pins and needles, but it's much worse than that. Bro, there's been studies that have said that sickle cell crisis is worse than childbirth. Man, I don't want to be offensive to any woman that's had children, Mm. but it's statistics, bro. Like, it's what the pain of sickle cell crisis is worse than any other pain you can get. It's just excruciating pain, like, it's like big man crying kind of pain. Mm, 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 mm. Um, it's just Cause of your, is it like one area of your body? It could or? be. It could be. It could start like I'm having pain in my in one leg, or it could be in both legs, and it could start one leg and it spreads around the body. Mm. I've had a chest crisis before, where pain it's just like a, a kind of pressing down. It's just like pins and needles. Everything in one in your chest. Chest is a very bad place to have it because obviously that's where your lungs are. Yeah. But because and there's like la- heart as well. Exactly, like, yeah, and yeah. because there's lack of blood flow. Um, in that area because the, the 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 cells are clogging up in that area it 's just bad i 've had crisis in my face um, I, where I had, in, like two years ago I was married this time as well I had a crisis in my face and you know it was hurting me went to the hospital they said oh the the the, the crisis has hit a nerve in your mouth." And we got to take out a tooth. Mad. Yeah, so it took out a back tooth. My face was swollen. And I could show you pictures. At the age of 20, 23, um, I was getting like a lot of pain in my like hip areas and stuff like that. Went to the hospital. I was like, it w- it just wasn't going. It wasn't crisis pain, but it was just like just like a stiffness in my hip. Uh, I was 23, 24. And they said to me, uh, because of the lack of blood flow in your left hip to the hip bone, there's a ball right in the bone and it kinda allows you to move your mm, hip. Yeah, yeah. Um it's getting stiff. We gotta give you a hip replacement. At twenty four I'm hearing that bro. Twenty three, twenty four. So on my twenty fifth birthday, uh like a few days after um my birthday's on the twenty fourth of June, on the twenty ninth of June, which was the closest Saturday to my birthday on that at that time. Um have a party and then, you know, two weeks before that they told me, Oh, We've just had a cancellation because there's a waiting list for a hip replacement. We just had a cancellation. Can you come in on the 30th so that on the 1st of July we can give you a hip replacement? So 29th celebrating my birthday. Family have come from everywhere because it's my 25th. Yeah. And on the 30th, I've got people at my mom's house, and I kind of got slowly had to slide out and say, "Oh yeah, just going to an appointment, guys." I was going oh, to the hospital. Yeah, Stayed yeah. there from the 30th of June. You know, the is there 31st of June? Don't know. Stay there from the thirtieth of June. That's a
0: good question. <laughs> I need to know. It that.
1: was either like one or two days and then, you know, the first of July, um, you know, I was twenty five years old, I had a left hip replacement.
0: No, there isn't a thirty first.
1: Yeah, so from the thirty I've stayed there overnight and then the thirty the first of July I had had a hip replacement.
0: It's a mind fuck though when they when you have the you sort of schedule to be in the hospital at a certain time. Or around a certain time, they tell you, yeah, you know, maybe that something might come up in, like, a month's time or whatever it is. Yeah. And then you get a phone call saying, yeah, boom, well, next week. It's in tomorrow fact, or yeah, next yeah. week. Uh, yeah. For me,
1: it was, the waiting list was nearly a year for me. So I got told when I was, like, mid-24, or, yeah, or, or just hitting 24, sorry. Uh, I got told when I was, t- so, like, issues having from, like, late 23, whole of my 24th, I was having issues with my, my hip. I was having to use crutches, all of that stuff, and it was get. I couldn't sit down like this, as I'm sitting down now, putting on my shoes. I couldn't do that. My lip, my hip was in pain, Mad. 24 twenty four seven. So yeah, few days, like a week or two before my 25th. Yeah, come, you know, we've got a cancellation. So at this date, guys, hospital, come in and we can do your operation for you. Mad. Do you know like the historical, like where it stems from? That's something I've been thinking about a lot and looking into because it affects mostly the black and Asian community but mostly black people. Mm. And I, was, I, I haven't proper started researching it, but I'm always thinking, why? Why yeah. is it just the black community that it affects it? Might, which
0: means must have started somewhere in Africa. It's yeah, it has to be because that's one thing that, that's one thing I did know that sickle cell affects. Predominantly black people, black black and Asian, but predominantly black people, and like, you know, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, yeah, but I can't help but think of this is a man-made thing. Hundred percent. That has like, because when you think about it like this, yeah, it's like, if you if you inject a group of people with something, yeah, there's a community of people in it, and in that community, there's going to be relationships. In that relationship. They're gonna have children. Yep. The child's gonna likely to get it. This child's likely to get it. Then they have children, and then it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. And then and then as it keeps going, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And then you know, generations, thousands of years down the line, we just know it as a thing. We don't know where it comes from, but we just accept that that's just the thing that's within our community. That's yeah, the but-
1: mindset that I have, Chucky. When it comes to this, like, it must have started from somewhere. Whether, and, and that's where the conspiracy theorists in me, I keep these things to myself or sometimes talk to my wife about it, like, where did this actually start from? Was it, like, some coloniser somewhere that come and injected something in someone and then, boom, it starts from there? Mm. Or was it, you know I'm saying, that could
0: be very, was it someone, very naive. Was it someone of th- their own tribe? Exactly. We, we don't know. Or it but, could have been a, mis- it could have, you know what, there's so many different things because it could have, it could have been a mistake. Mm. It could have been someone trying a thing with something, and then it's had an effect on you know a, co- a, a community of people, mm. and then now we're here. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? But you know you don't rule out you don't rule out the coloniser stuff because yeah. you always hear about them situations about you know people being injected with. Sexual transmitted diseases yeah. and stuff like that, and yeah. then they end up spreading the way that they do. I but, would, um,
1: you, would you say it's the same way we look? We could look at stuff like HIV and yeah, stuff. definitely. Where did that start from? Do you know yeah, what I'm yeah. Saying? Where
0: did because that, that's that's man-made. Yeah, that doesn't just that doesn't just formulate within the body. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, so obviously, growing up, like going through school, like how did that? Because if you're like you're growing up in Leightonstone, yeah, obviously you're the monks like fully immersed in the gram culture and that, yeah, you know, yeah. just doing whatever it is that you're doing, like creating your own thing. Like, how, like, in your early days, did that affect you making music and stuff like that?
1: Um, So, I never spoke about it as much when I was young. It was just... Did your man them know? Yeah, but they didn't know what it was, didn't know what to do about it. Just, ah, oh, I am sorry, man, or... Uh, one time went to Disneyland with college and then um, we're going out great time and then come back boom I have a crisis my friends there like I've come out the shower and I'm in my towel I'm like I can't breathe I'm, I'm in pain I can't breathe my friends like what the heck is going on do you know what I'm saying he's had to call a teacher I'm in an ambulance in Paris bruv like my mum's had to come from London to France to come see me in hospital, stayed there for weeks. Everyone's gone back. We had to buy a new ticket, all of that. This is the first of many that's happened. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I was um, around, you know, young, teenage, where, you know, there's the whole grime culture popping off, all that stuff, it was just, I just wanted to fit in. I never wanted to be like, feel like I'm, I'm different. Mm-hmm. If I'm honest, a very naive, and it's a bad mindset to have, but in school, it wasn't called cool to be special needs or this class as disabled or... Because when we used to think about disabled, in the end, we think about man in wheelchairs and all of that stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and now I understand that disability could look like this. A yeah. you know, regular man you'll see on road, you're like, bruv, this guy's normal. Or you see him in a gym... Yeah, you know I'm saying running on the on on the treadmill, but
0: you just never know, bruv. That's probably why I never like when I had heard about sickle cell and that, and I know that someone's got it. True, we're playing, yeah, and we're just out or we're just playing. In my head, it's no there's no disability there. Yeah, so that in yeah. my head, there's nothing to talk about because we're still playing. We're still out on the road. We're still just doing whatever it is that we're doing. But yeah. I, you always look at disability as in, as you said, like being in a wheelchair yeah, or yeah. whatever it may be. The yeah. only thing that I knew about or that was told to me or that was a thing was the eye color. Yeah, 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 like yeah. having yellow, yellow eyes, eyes, which has got something to do with the amount of like blood cells and yeah, stuff that you have yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh, keep changing. Yeah. Right? So when you have, when
1: I have a crisis and. Uh, When I'm in hospital, you will see that, right, this guy's got yellow eyes. Or, you know, when there's something going on in your body, there'll be random times where eyes will just be more yellow than usual. And Mm. that's that's because of that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, like, what, like, when you have a crisis here, what can you do to stop it? Um, Morphine. Is that it?
1: Yeah. And there's nothing that you could say, okay. I've stopped having the crisis now. It's just this pain, 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 I mean, pain. yeah, I mean the, 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 the pain to stop. Yeah, the body, the body, the body naturally stops the crisis, if I could say that. Okay. It's just, morphine is a pain killer. It's a pain relief, basically. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, when you have a crisis, okay, boom. Ambulance, straight to hospital. For me, usually gas and air air is like what they give pregnant women yeah it yeah. gets you high so that just calms down nerves for me i talk to jesus bear <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying bro. i've seen yeah, i've seen clouds i've seen a all of that stuff from mm-hmm. obviously i'm bantering but um that get to hospital morphine uh which is the biggest painkiller that you know known to man if, yeah if people I'm get addicted correct. to that shit, though exactly nice. so that's been another thing because in hospitals Tickle cell patients have been treated so badly by doctors, man, in some hospitals, because they're like, no, you look fine. Someone's someone's told me that. Someone told my wife that one time. I went to a festival, performed, came off stage, crisis. This is in West Sussex, yeah? So it's not a predominantly black area. They don't Mm -hmm. know about it much. In the ambulance, they're like, we need morphine or gasoline or something for pain relief. Please, we need it. No, he looks fine. My wife switched, bruv. She said, you... She, she started going crazy because obviously they, for what they can see, you're, you're screaming and shouting in agony, but there's no sign of any bleeding. There's no cuts or bruises. It's just this guy's in pain and he's asking for more. No, why are we giving him morphine? for mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So naive people that don't know about it. This is why I always say that doctors and nurses everywhere around the whole, the whole world, whether you're in a predominantly black area or not you'll get a random case where there'll be one black guy that's in your area for something has a crisis. How can there be a whole hospital and you don't know how to deal with that? Mm. I had a crisis in Manchester years ago. I had to I had to um, discharge myself because they didn't know how to treat me. Discharge myself. Mum came from London to Manchester. She discharged myself. got on the train in pain to London and then we had to get mum's friend to come pick us up, bring us to the hospital in London. Do you know what I'm saying? So morphine is the pain relief that, that kind of... Gets, you know, calms the pain down, but yeah, that,
0: that's what I would say. And obviously, they give you drips, antibiotics, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. So, the dynamic in the household, though, must be nuts because at any moment you can have a crisis, yeah, and naturally, same way, at any moment your mum can have a crisis, then. yeah. So, like. I, I remember seeing on your timeline as well, you were talking about like being in a situation where you was in a hospital and that like, you had a crisis and your mum had a crisis yeah. as well, and then having to leave and go and see her. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's the, exactly what happened. Um, on more than one occasion, more than one occasion, there was, uh, but from what I can remember, the most I can remember is that one occasion where I had a crisis and I think my mum had a crisis after that, and she's in another ward. Um, at this time, we was at Whips Cross, which is in Leytonstone. and I remember phew, maybe early teenage age or, or just coming up to teenager, leaving my bed with my uh, my drip and the whole the the, mm. the the thing that carries the drip, and then leaving the ward, going to her ward to see her. That's gotta
0: be stress, man.
1: But I don't clock. You know, I don't. I didn't clock till it was years down the line. I don't know why, but trauma I, at a young age, it's just like this is what's happening now. Word. You don't clock, you don't clock it. Until later down the line where you've got things like therapy, I'm doing therapy now, and there's just a whole all different doors that are opening. I'm like, Bare oh my days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These have just been so like embedded in me as natural things that are happening that I've just seen it as it's the norm. Word. But now that I'm speaking about a therapy, I'm like, oh my days, like I, I, I've i nearly lost my life a lot of times because of sickle cell. Of course. Do you know what I'm saying? And there's been times where I've been here, my mum's been in hospital, like, for a young man, I don't even know what that that, that must feel like, bro. But so in the time, it was just you're natural.
0: literally almost getting used to dealing with not just the physical pain, but more importantly and more dangerously... The emotional aspect exactly. of pain because it's just something that you've been going through since you was five years old or yeah. or even younger. So yeah. and and your mum's got it, yeah, and so yeah. and, and also it's like you're going you're literally going through pain. Yeah. So if you're getting used to that, and then you're seeing someone else going through it, and you're just getting used to that, you or you you ultimately become desensitized. You to do, it.
1: you do, um, and that's that's exactly what I became, uh, but it. it anyone with sickle cell will tell you it's not just a physical thing it does mess with your massively mental health. massively yeah. men- big mentally, time there's people yeah. that don't work because you know they're tired of of working and and you know constantly telling their bosses i can't come into their am in hospital or mm. you know i know people that don't work because of that it affects your mental health man you can't do you know what everyone else is doing or do you know what i'm saying you 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 kind of some people are ashamed of it. They don't want to come out. A lot of our parents told us not to talk about it. You know, mm. so that's why a lot of us now in the last two years, I've seen a lot of people come out really. with their stories mm, now. Mm. A lot of people come out with their stories. Some people say it was a curse, religious reasons, all of that kind of stuff. But for me, if we're going to raise awareness about something, let's talk about it. Let's just, you know, if black people are going to support each other about a case, with a case like this, we have to discuss it. You know, only 1% of black people in the UK give blood.
0: Yeah, I wanna talk about that actually, but I've just been thinking as well, yeah. That's where in my mind the the um the sickle cell thing from a historical point of view has to be from a place of fuckery. If in the community you're told to not really talk about it. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That comes from somewhere. Mm that doesn't that doesn't just exist people don't just have it and feel like oh, I'm not gonna talk about it yeah it it comes from somewhere that's like a mental conditioning that then gets passed down to people and then you just think as people do you know what like that you, when you're going through it like I, all I know is that this is not really something to to talk about um before we even get onto to th- that that one percent yeah you was talking about with your wife and like being in relationships and that like understanding that. If you had to make sure that they don't even have a trace, otherwise you're gonna potentially bring somebody into the world that yeah. would have it or whatnot. Yeah, that naturally must have had a big bearing on like your relationships in the past. Now, yeah, because uh,
1: it's it's a it's, very, yeah go on. no go on, go on, go. On. It's a very early conversation I would have um, with girls that I would interact with. Very early conversation, but also you have people carelessly sleeping around. Um, and all of a sudden, someone's pregnant, baby comes into the world, baby's got sickle cell. But you know
0: what it is? The majority of us don't know about AS and SS.
1: This is, this is, this is why we tell people... I don't know
0: if I'm <laughs> AS or SS. Bro, uncle, I, I... can't be SS, but I don't know if I'm AS. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's, that's I don't know. Bro, my, one of my boys from uni messaged me two days... Yesterday. And he said, bro, you, you never guess what, I just found out I had AS. I said, brother... This is that's not the first case that I've heard, you know. He so I just found out. I said, How did you find out? He said, Oh, my mum knew all this time, she didn't tell me, but I got te- I went to get tested because he just had a baby. And through baby with babies now, when the woman's pregnant, uh, you could find out whilst the child's still in the womb if the child's got sickle cell or the trait or anything, you can still find that. Out. So I think he said something about, um, I need to read the convo, but he said his mum knew, she didn't, didn't really tell him because it didn't, as is you hardly have someone who's got a trait that has crisis if not they will never have crisis maybe joint pains here and there but very rarely. Yeah, yeah so you could be someone who's got the trait and you just never know that's why we tell people go and get your genotype checked out how do you do that uh, you can type up uh, genotype online or f- go to your local gp ask them say that I want to test blood test where well, I want to find out my genotype um and find out like that
0: it's nuts, you know. You wanna, oh, I'm going to be so... Un, I'm going to keep it so real with you, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I know that as a community, yeah, we just don't give blood, innit? Like, there's just a low percentage of us that, that, that do it. And I'm going to do it. I'm 100 million percent going to do it, yeah. Mm. But I'd stop myself from doing it for time. Right. Because the reason why I'd stop myself from doing it is such a selfish reason, yeah, but, like, in some way, I was scared that if I go and give blood, they're gonna tell me I'm madness. <laughs> yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like if yeah. I go there now, I'm gonna go and do something like out of generosity or whatnot, and then like I give them my blood and that, and then they're gonna tell me, bro, I'm, it's a bit mad. Yeah. So then it's like that that thing in my head where it's like, you know what? If I don't know, then I just could just keep patterning up and whatever. But that's such a bad mentality to have. I
1: understand that, and you're not the first person who's told me that, but I would say to you, how quick would you go and get um, tested for any um, sexual transmitted disease or anything like that?
0: How quick would I go if I knew I had it? N- no, if, if I didn't you know. had
1: it, if you didn't know. Oh, Just I- to get checked up in general, because for me, um, uh, when I got engaged, we both said, right, we're going to do it. We know we haven't been...
0: Sensitive. oh what clinic yeah yeah oh shit that's like
1: <laughs> but if it was to you for you to go to clinic yeah would you have the same mindset to say
0: I'm not going to clinic because they could tell me I'm madness do you know what fu- okay this is funny actually Th- there's two things that you said that's funny in my head yeah because I know that for certain man yeah if they they meet a girl and they say to their girl go- like the girl says to them like cool in order for us to move forward in that we've got to go to J wing to the clinic. Yeah. <laughs> That's stressful, just... man, you know? <laughs> Some man right. are not doing it, bro. Yeah. Some man, Listen, I'll, I'll man call you, man like, I'll the call the you day, next oh, week and let you know. Yeah, bro. But On the day, man are t- saying to the girl, <laughs> oh, you know what, mom, something's <laughs> happened with my mum. <laughs> something's happened. Bro, that leads me to a funny story, actually, yeah? One Ooh. time, uh, we're going off topic quick, but I might as well tell the story. Yeah. So I'm in, like, this relationship with this girl, or whatever, yeah? And, like, one day, she's like, said to me, she goes to me, oh, um, I need to go to doctors. So I'm like, yeah? Like, where you go? Like, why? She was like, I just need to go to the doctors or whatever. You should come with me. This is so girl you're seeing, yeah? This is the girl I was okay. seeing, yeah. I was, no, I was, she was my girl. Okay. So I'm like, all right, cool. So um, she's like, yeah, come meet me Oxford Street or whatnot. And like, so I'm thinking, doctors in Oxford Street? She's, what? Has she hit the button something like that? Yeah, yeah it's a private thing. That's mad. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, now, boom. Like, I've gone and met her, and she's with her brethren, yeah? So anyway, it's me, her, and her brethren. We've gone in this place, and as we've gone in there, there's, like, bare um, eccentric-looking people in there and that, like, bare alternative-looking dons and that in there, yeah? And I'm thinking, this feels like a... doesn't feel like a doctor's doctor's, yeah? Anyway, turns out now that we're in a clinic, yeah? And so Mm. she's just getting the test and that. So... I haven't cheated on her, yeah. but admittedly, prior to our relationship, I hadn't gone to the clinic before my last thing. Right. Yeah, so, she's going to get a test and her brethren's getting a test and I'm just here chilling now. So, in my head, I like, uh, bare things are going through my head because I'm thinking, right, this is a bit mad. Like, obviously, I ain't been since for a minute or whatever. And if she's they, going right now. If and they, they find something, If they find some. In my head, I'm thinking, how is this thing going to pa- pan out now? Because if they send you the text, because you know you can choose to get the text. Yeah, yeah. If they send you the text and you're with your brethren and we're here, whatnot. <laughs> what, and and the text is like... It's positive. Yeah. What happens then? Yeah, yeah, What, yeah. are you going to say in front of your girl? Like, yeah, yeah. what? What's going on? Yeah, what's do you your, understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I'm vexed, bro. Because I'm like, right, it's like you're trying to set man up. Yeah, do you yeah, get what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. anyway, boom, the test came through. She was, you know what I mean? So I knew that. You get what I'm saying? So, like, that's one way of... That was one way of kind of getting the test to know that, like, through my thing or whatever, which is bad. But now, anyway, I know, anyway, I know <laughs> of course. But, yeah, anyway, back to the thing. Yeah. To the clinic now, I go to the clinic regular now. But there was a point, bro, where I went to the clinic at a young age and then they, they pushed the flipping thing in uh, the penis the, the thing you know I'm the cotton bud and they stick it in the thing then after that i was like i ain't coming back to this i'm yeah, not coming yeah. back here again yeah. for these man to be sticking this thing in me and all of that yeah, yeah so that actually put me off but now i'm way more health conscious do you get what i'm saying so mm. now if you're saying to me like would, would it stop me from going to the clinic if i knew i was going to have something? and just
1: going one time you know it's only one time it's not a regular thing you go you go you, find, you do the blood, yeah. so blood test, regular blood test, mm-hmm. and you find out and that's it. It's not like a regular clinic visit or whatever. Yeah, yeah of course.
0: Yeah. Now, of course, I'm going to do it. Um, I just wanted to have more of a conversation about it and stuff like that. And like, regardless of whether me and you would have had this conversation or not, I'm at that stage in my life where like, I'm like, you know, if something's going to be wrong, I need to fix it anyway. For real. But we, we just don't... What was the percentage that you said? 1% of black people in the UK give
1: blood. Why is it so low? Do you think? So, stories I've heard have been three different stories. That one of them is what you said. I don't want to go and hear that something's something going on yeah, inside oh, me. Yeah. Uh, the second one is uh, needle phobia. I oh,
0: would needle, uh, needle phobia. Needle People
1: just scared of the needle. They don't want to know. They they're just scared. They don't they don't want to be anywhere near needles. They don't like seeing blood. Anything like that. And the third one is a conspiracy theory one. It's like, bro, what are they going to do with my blood when I give blood? Where is it really going? Like, Do you get know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You get people that, that ask these questions a lot. A lot. And also, what you do get a lot as well, because I know someone who works for um, NHS BT, which is NHS Blood and Transplant, they will say there's a lot of people that, black people that book their, their, um, their, their date to give blood and then they don't turn up so there's there's like they get stage fright yeah, yeah so there's like a maybe like it could be like a, a wait one to one to two to three month gap where they say okay we've got this date for you and it's two months down the line You're like cool I'm I'm on it on it closer to the date yeah yeah closer to the mm, mm. date no I'm not, I'm not <laughs> you know what I'm saying Jack, something could generally come up but yeah it, does, it could but... be just stage fright Yeah. so these are the three reasons that I usually hear a lot from people when it comes to, why do you not give blood as a black person? Especially knowing that you can help someone like myself out. Mm. There's um, a guy that I know, he messaged me uh, not long ago, said, bruv, I went to give blood and they told me i got a, a, a blood type, which is called a RO subtype, which is the best blood type for them to give someone who's got sickle cell. I said, brother, I need your blood. Keep Trump. giving blood, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? They, t- they encouraged him to keep going. Um, and I've heard this with two or three people that have gone to give blood because of me. And that's you helping someone out. I, could, I, I have, um, so another thing, when I got married, um, there's a, a specific tablet I was taking from like the age of 12, mm-hmm. very young, which they started in Belgium. Then it came here uh, called hydroxycarbamide. I was taking it all the time from young, you know, just to keep the uh, sickle levels down. Uh, taking it for like twenty plus years. Uh, this specific tablet has a type of chemo in it. Okay. Yeah. So it can affect the reproductive system. So I'm getting married now, and I'm like, okay, we know we want to have children one day. Um, I need to slightly start coming off this. Mm-hmm. So 2018, early 2018, I go to the doctors with my wife, and I say, all right, I want to start coming off this, and they say, cool, let's see how it goes. Come off it. April, I come off it, 2018. From April to October, back to back crisis. Back to back, back to back, back to back. Is it because your body became so used to it? Yeah. Back to back crisis, bro. And around October, they're like, it's too much. Like, we need to try and see what we can do. And they said, uh, we're going to put you on uh, regular exchange transfusions. Exchange transfusion is when you go into the hospital. Um, they put uh, a needle on your right arm or on your left arm, and on your left arm, they draw blood out of one, and they give you blood in the other. So the sickle levels go down with the blood they draw out, and they give you blood bags of blood into your veins. Yeah, this blood comes from donors, people that give blood. That's where it comes from. Okay. So if people didn't give blood, people like myself couldn't have an exchange or people that just have normal um, blood transfusions where they just give you blood. Do you know what I'm saying? An exchange is because it's literally an exchange. They're taking, drawing blood out of me, giving me new blood. So from October 2018, I was getting that. And since then, every six weeks I'm getting that. I haven't had a crisis since October
0: 2018. Wow. So it's been a year and a bit now. Because I was going to ask you, how much blood do you need to have out of you? Or how much new blood do you need to have in order for it to stop? Because surely, if this has got something to do with your blood cells, yeah? yeah. And you take... Say you just said... Okay, let's. I'm just going to throw a random number, so hypothetically, yeah? Let's just say, boom, like... F- 30% of your blood over a period of time had been taken out and replaced with new blood. Yeah. Shouldn't that naturally then... Um, reduce the crisis And then I say If you can somehow get 80 or 90% of your blood Out over a period of time mm. And put new blood in it Then doesn't that make it Almost slim to none
1: Yes But With blood It doesn't just There's The cells obviously They <clears throat> They I don't know if I could say Reproduce But it's, it's like Constantly being Renewed If I mm. could say that Do you know what I'm saying mm. So You've got cells that will be there that will constantly be renewed. Yes, the, the the sickle levels go down, but you can't completely just get rid of it like that because you've got things that are reproducing cells in your body. You know what I'm saying? So when I do get a transfusion, it's as you said, they, they get like 30 to 40% of the sickle blood out, draw, like literally getting taken out. My veins are bad, so I get what you call a femoral line. It has to be surgically put in. I go into a surgery room, They numb the groin area and they put a needle in the groin right next to uh, like, uh, you know, you've got a main Uh, artery in your groin. There's a big vein there as well. So they numb the area, put a needle in in the vein, put a long tube in and then they take the needle out. So the tube's there. They patch up the area, send you back upstairs and then they do the transfusion through that. It's quick for me. not quick. It's quicker than my arms because my veins are bad in my arms. So we had to do a femoral line. Um, that will reduce my blood sickle blood level to 30 40 percent and then the blood they give you is the extra 60 70 percent which is blood AA good blood that comes from donors people that give blood which really me that's helped me i haven't had a crisis in over a year bro and that's a that's a great thing for me bro yeah yeah, from the whole 31 years of my life that's a very good thing do you know what I'm saying? That's positive to hear, man. But unfortunately, not everyone can have, have that. that yeah. I know some people that are allergic to other blood, they of can't course. have transfusions. Do you know what I'm saying? Fortunately for me, it works.
0: Yeah. Um, and also, just quickly going back on like the relationship thing, because we didn't get to unpack that so much, but I guess you were saying it's an early conversation to have straight away. The majority of people don't know what they ha- did she? Did your um wife or girlfriend at the time know she
1: knew? Yeah, I and spoke to her. She asked her mum because um, she has an uncle, her mum's brother, who has it, who has SS. Okay, he's 50 plus, chilled out, doesn't have crisis, hasn't had a crisis in, like 20 plus years. So she asked her mum. her mum said she doesn't have it. And uh, I think I think my wife did another test. Can't remember, but yeah, she said and straight yeah. away. You said, "Yeah, this is the one marrying <laughs> yeah, yeah. that now." So for me, yeah, yeah, it's a conversation I had. I, yeah. I, I, as the more I grew up, the more I started being more conscious about what I have. Be doing research on it, so I knew the woman I marry is. If uh, I don't care how much I fall in love with you or ever, if you tell me your as, I got a bounce. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, that so. serious. Because remember, you said that it must have started from one person. Mm. Slept with one person, went down generations. Whatever we can actually start cancelling
0: that. Yes, what? Well, that's for real. Do
1: you know what I'm saying? So for me, getting with someone who's got AA, we have a child who's got by God's grace AA. No, no AS or nothing. They get with someone who's got AA. Down that's the it, line, that's, it, that's it. So we can actually have we. If I can
0: say, we have the power to to actually end it. Mm-hmm. Bro, what an interesting thing, boy. So the only thing really that like. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say the only thing, but the big thing that people can do to help is essentially give blood. How do you, how, like, what is the means of even doing that? Like, how do you even go and just give um, blood like that?
1: Literally, you could go online and say how to give blood or where to give blood, but uh, main website is blood.co.uk. Yeah. Um, they have a sheet there where you can fill it in and they'll find a, your local um, donation centre. Yeah. Go and they'll give you a date. Uh, they'll give you a date and they'll go. When you go, I think they check your blood. Yeah. So for some people, uh, like my sister-in-law, she wants to go and give blood, but they said uh, you're, you're a bit. Your iron levels are very low at the moment, so obviously that would affect your blood. So she's had to wait. Okay. Um, same with my wife as well. She had to wait for iron levels to get higher bit, so she can go and give blood. So yeah. it's very easy, man. And I think if you know, if you're a black person or a white person or whatever colour you are, and you live in London. Um, nine times out of ten, out of five pe- black people you know, there'll be one person that has either sickle cell or the or the trait. Yeah. So yeah. if you know how close to home it is, you can do something to help. Go and give blood. Watch who you're sleeping around with. Yeah, I
0: hear that.
1: Watch who so. you're getting with. You know what I'm saying. Watch
0: yeah, who you're there, getting there's with. There's a whole bag of exchange of energies going on. And exactly. With, with that, there's like exactly yeah. not just that. I'm, but, yeah, I've, I've been guilty of it. Obviously, I can't lie, but. Yeah, Can man it, have to be a bit more mindful of Yeah, it's
1: not just the energies, it's it's the it's the in, in semen, bro. Yeah, it's the like, exchange of semen, there's blood. So with that, all of a sudden, boom, there's a baby there. You're hearing the baby's got tickle. so what was that? Do you have it? Yeah, I did. Well, I didn't I don't know. Mum, do I have it? Dad, do you know what I'm saying? And mm. then next thing you know, there's a child here that didn't ask for that. And then do you know what I'm saying? I used to resent my parents, bruv for real in times of crisis like I'm in pain why would they do that why did they not talk why you know what I'm saying I'm grateful for my life but I used to resent my parents now I've grown up and understood that they were young didn't discuss it and things like that but Mm. how can we make change the narrative now discuss it talk about it for those who have sickle cell talk you know um, for those who don't you could even have it and you don't know you could have if you had sickle cell before blown you would know but you could have the trait and you just don't know talk about it Talk about it. Mind who you're getting with. Get checked up. Go and check up your genotype um, and talk about it. If it's something that's affecting our people, it's something we should be
0: passionate about. Mm. I hear you, bro. Um, thanks for coming and sharing some information with me. I, I saw a video uh, last year, I think, of a girl that was in a hospital. I remember this, like some people have been posting it around a, a, a bit, and she had sickle cell and she was going through a crisis. And. Um, there was like a video just of her. She was on the bed and the video was being recorded from just behind her or whatever. And she was, it was like she was giving birth, bro. She was screaming and screaming and screaming. And that rang extra alarm bells to me because Mm. I'm like, I hear about this thing, but I don't really know the full implications of how this happened, why it happens and what we can really do. You just hear a little bit about, okay, yeah, just give blood and stuff but a lot of us don't particularly know why we just know it's a good thing to do but mm. um, but yeah like hearing hearing this has um, definitely definitely done something so yeah bro you got an album coming out anyway yes, I know that my debut album Born and Raised at March 6th Listen, and let's not ever get this twisted, you know, because you are a bar as well. you, Let bro, me try and can grab something quickly. There <laughs> was you, one, one tune that you had as well called, um, was that, Was it? 2016. Two one, one, two one, one, yeah, that's yeah, it. Two, yeah, why yeah. is it 2016? So, it's 2016 I did with my boy Governor B. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the one, you and Governor. Yeah, yeah. Bro, let me see if I can grab this thing quickly. Bro, cause just in case people are just not necessarily... <laughs> right. Is that is it on Spotify? Two zero. Nah, cause I was have you speak, got any of the two zero ones?
1: I don't. I don't have them on Spotify because two zero one six and seven were Dot Rotten Productions. Okay. So I was speaking to Dot, uh, and yeah, we're trying to. Me and him are trying to figure it out for me to put on Spotify. Are
0: you and him good? Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah 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 <laughs> I, I, I hear Dot that I hear that. So, so for me when Dot's having war yeah, I don't DM him, you know. Basically I wait leave for everything. Him, leave to him calm in to to zone. I wait for everything to calm down. I'm like, yo bro, yeah. I wanna put this on Spotify. So last time I spoke to him in a DM he said it's cool, just gotta sort out um royalties and things like that and then yeah. it's calm, I'm definitely gonna throw him on Spotify
0: though. This can't go on a YouTube, but this can go on a yeah, That's born and raised. Yeah, no, I know, i do not um, playing this. Yeah, yeah it has got a D-double on it still yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Shout out to Rapid by the way, I haven't seen Rapid in a long time still Big bro Rapid Born and raised, yeah?
1: <laughs>
0: we need some more music definitely
1: East london sometimes with the be pumping them quick to blast. and some of the chicks fast. It were dog, on the, block the, Red tape with
0: the, Get space the dark hard. Don't watch that. the yeah that's Straight what on. see come on bro <laughs> i see it bro i pay no, attention man. thank you man. to a lot of things thank i you. pay attention to a lot of things my ear is not my ear is not just where the gas is yeah so you know, I'm a fan of this thing bro seriously no I, I'm always trying to find good shit that mm. people are not particularly listening to mm. even people might be listening to you but I'm always trying to find good stuff I've known about you for a long time I don't, I don't hear much from you yeah yeah you know what I mean you just pop up here and there from what it seems like unless I'm missing something yeah you yeah, just no. pop up here and there yeah
1: in the last in the last few years obviously marriage and everything's taken yeah, yeah, yeah. you know as being a priority but with music um I'm probably trying to be serious so my yeah, debut yeah. album born and raised out March sixth okay uh, got a lot of personal tracks on there man a lot of personal I like to just talk about real life mm. um I don't feel like as especially as men. Um, that's another thing why we started Five Twenty Five podcast yeah. uh, for men, um, not just married men, but men to come together and talk. We don't mm. do that enough. So but I'm telling on you, on my that. album, that's definitely something that. So I've got some personal songs in there that I think yeah. people can relate to, definitely.
0: And honorable shout out to the wifey for holding you down. Yes, you know what I mean. And big shout out to mumsy, mumsy. I <laughs> nah, mean, exactly. married yeah, yeah. now. Do you get what <laughs> I'm saying? Real. It's good. For real, for real. Yeah, my bro, thank you for coming through. Thanks bro. For bro, having I appreciate you, bro. it, bro. And um, what's the name of your podcast, bro?
1: 525. So 525. 5 and then 20 is with the 2 uh, instead of a T and then 5. Uh, we're on Spotify, all the good stuff. Oh, okay. And yeah, my album will be out all online stores as well, March
0: 6th. All right, cool. And I just want to say this with love as well, yeah. Like this is not a platform where I just have people coming up here just promoting all kinds of stuff and that <laughs> I get all emails all of the time which I'm very grateful for. Yeah. But like it's not this is just not just a promo thing like that. I'm yeah. just trying to have conversations with people that I've I gravitate to or having conversations about things that I wanna have conversations about. It's not like an everyday bring a guest here and yeah, you bro, tell me about your album. Yeah, I, I listen
1: I listen all the time, bro, I watch all the time and from the first episode with Jamie. Yeah. Um, Jamie's bro. another person that I met recently. Just Is it love. yeah? That's one yeah, yeah, guy, yeah. man. I could
0: record with him I could record with him once a week easily.
1: Yeah. So from when I heard the first episode of Jamie, I've been locked in and I know it's just been real conversations you have here, not just any any convos, but yeah. real convos that are life changing, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah thank Well you. yeah,
0: and also on top of that, sometimes we have conversations that some people don't really like. And yeah, we have yeah. some conversations that people feel like we're not... Like, recently, we had got, like, a little bit of some stick because they felt like we didn't discuss the Wretch 3-2 and Scorcher thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's funny that... Because I was at Nike today and someone came to me and he was saying to me, oh, like, I'm a fan of the podcast or whatever, but, like, I was quite disappointed at the way that you guys talked about it and I asked him why and he was telling me why and what I was trying to explain to him, you was that there's, like, Sometimes there are certain things here where I'm super limited on information, yeah, and it could be super sensitive, and I mm. think it's still important to bring it up and discuss, yeah, however, sometimes yeah, I will come and I'll be like this is sometimes you could look at things as like we could be here, we could be." talking about something and proper gassing it up or whatever and gaslighting it and someone could end up going and doing a madness or what not. I'm never really bothered about that. I'm never mm. really bothered about whether you know, in a situation where like, it, like let's say in the context of Scorcher and Wretch and Wretch is with Scorcher's baby mom and and him up we might be here saying rah like how could you have that and whatever and scorcher go and do whatever he goes and does off the back of that if he ever did that which i don't think he would Mm. but in my mind it's not about that it's just about whether i could look at myself in the mirror and be comfortable enough knowing that if i speak about something in this way regardless of how anyone acts am i am i comfortable with that and sometimes i'm just not Sometimes I'm not, sometimes I might be. Sometimes I might, we might come here and we might just be a little bit reckless. But there was one time in particular, bro, we sat here and I, we gave Rita Ora an absolute battering, bro. <laughs> yeah. Fam, oh my god, we gave Rita Ora such a battering. And you know, in my soul, when I left, in my soul, that one didn't feel good. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, that one didn't feel good. Did Sometimes. It go up? Huh? Did it go up? Yeah, it went up. Okay. Yeah, it went up still. It went up still because we recorded it and it was a long episode. There was nothing I could do about it. But essentially, I just say all of that to say like, the, 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 the tough conversations, are, are, there's times where I'd prefer to have it with the person right. as opposed to having it with them not being there. Yeah. And there'll be the occasional time where, you know what, that one there, if it makes me a hypocrite or con- like a like I'm contradicting myself in times where I've done it and haven't done it, those times I'm more comfortable with doing it. Yeah. These times, there's other times where it's just like, I don't know about this one, man. Yeah, you've got to move with now.
1: wisdom, man. I think, I know that's something you wouldn't be afraid of asking Wretch to his face. Oh, definitely not. But whether you would do it or not, that's your own choice. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But never feel pressured by other people to 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 kind of do the content they want you to do. Yeah. This is your vision, bro. This yeah, is course. something that you know God's put in your heart to yeah. do, and you're you're doing it, and it's doing well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's gonna be, there's not there's all you can never not
0: do anything in this world to, and not please, of please, course, please people. So and you're right, bro. That's another thing. Is like today I, it, after I had the conversation with that that guy, yeah, it was a real good conversation. But I remember just thinking to myself afterwards that. I can't always give people what they want. For real. Do you get me? I can't always do it at the expense of how I feel about something. Mm. That doesn't mean that, like... That doesn't even mean that, it, that there's a conversation that won't be had. Yeah. Because maybe it will be had. And maybe that conversation will be with that person. Mm. Do you get me? But... So there's just, like, you know, they're just the, the occasional situations where you're like... Let me just wait. Let me just wait like everyone else. Let me wait like everyone else to see how this pans out first. Mm. Let me see if there's more information that comes out and then let's discuss this as opposed to like getting little nuggets here and there. Yeah. Uh, Another thing about me, bro, is see when certain things happen in the scene and that. I'm not a man who rings around, man, and starts asking for like... Like give me the like, inside yeah, yeah. scoop. Yeah,
1: it's what let you me know, get the inside know.
0: scoop so I can come here and. Yeah. But if I don't do that, you know. I think this the, the misconception sometimes <clears> is that <throat> because a lot of people know me and I know a lot of people that like I'm just super cool with yeah, everyone. Yeah. And when some shit happens, these man ring me like TMZ. And yeah, that. people think you're DJ academics. That's what Fam. they want you to be, bro. I'm <laughs> not even. That's not my thing. If you like, when something happens, yeah, yeah, what exactly. they want you to academics, bro. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. To me, bro. academic. <laughs> when certain things happen it's just like my close friends or like people that like around me like will ring me and be like right yeah about X, Y and Z mm. enough times in the WhatsApp group i see Bearman Man talking about it, but I just won't even interject I'll just leave it and just mm. watch stuff I'm not a man who just rings around for the inside scoop yeah, yeah. so I can come here and start spilling off the beans yeah, yeah, some yeah. of the beans here that were spilt like over the last couple of days was this absolute I couldn't I just couldn't come and just spill a man's Private beans yeah. without a man, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for real. But keep know. doing your thing, man. Yeah. You're not academics,
1: you're Chucky. <laughs> Chucky and the right, reason yeah. why people watch Half Cast Podcast and, yeah. and listen to it is because it's authentic and it's real. Like, if, mm. if there's something you don't want to talk about, don't talk about it, man. Don't feel pressured by, by society, bro. Society. Is is here one day and it's here the other day. There's never any stability in society. This whole Twitter world thing is it's all a facade but Yeah. Of right course. now it's whole Love Island thing. So someone might gas you to talk about someone on Love Island you don't want to talk about that. Yeah, but sure. then Love Island's finished in a few weeks and then there's another discussion. So you've got to day, you gotta stick to what you're doing. because
0: it's all out there and a lot of it is just private it's like a lot of it is some stuff that we've gone through ourselves and like that I, I, I love doing that. You know, like when I've been through something for myself or like I've seen something. I've seen something, and I'm like, I know that. Yeah, when you yeah. talk about it, it. Makes good. It makes good discussion. But yeah. other times, I won't make a big deal out of thing. I e- even fucking Drake had a baby with a stripper. Then we didn't do a big episode about yeah, Drake yeah. having a baby yeah, with a yeah. stripper. Yeah, we just had a conversation about what Pusha T said about Drake. Right, and we just discussed it. But bro. Love and guidance to you, bro. Proper appreciate you coming, man. Appreciate the conversation. And all the best with the album and that, bro. Thank you, bro. Loved you. Thanks for listening, everyone.
1: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.